Welcome to English Through History. If you like the content, please subscribe or leave us a review. It helps us to make more content and shows us we're moving in the right direction. Uh, we hope you enjoy today's episode. In today's episode, we will be talking about Bolsover Castle, a fascinating building that has a history that spans centuries. Located in the scenic town of Bolsover in the East Midlands region of England, this building dominates the skyline and can be seen from miles around. Currently under the care of English Heritage, a British charity that takes care of and maintains historical British buildings and monuments, this castle also shares the dubious honour of being considered one of the most haunted places in Britain. Today we'll be exploring the history of this castle and what events led to its infamous legend. The origins of the castle can be traced all the way to the Norman Conquest in 1066. The Normans themselves were famous for constructing stone fortifications in the style of Norman architecture following the war and gifting them to loyal retainers. And Bolsover Castle was no exception. The land was given to one of William the Conqueror's knights, William Peveril, in 1068. And the castle was built and used as a defensive structure to allow Peveril to retain control over the area. The castle remained in Peveril hands until 1155, when it was taken over by the crown. The castle itself got caught up in the machinations of the First Baron's War, which was an uprising against the crown by landowners, and the castle was besieged and taken. The castle, despite attempts to be repaired following the siege, fell into disrepair for the next few years. It changed hands several times and was mentioned in the War of Roses as a Lancaster holding. Bolsover Castle was bought in the early 17th century by Sir Charles Cavendish, an influential courtier and younger son of Bess of Hardwick, who was a wealthy aristocrat. Sir Charles decided to redesign and adapt the castle as a luxurious retreat, combining the elements of a fortified castle with the aesthetics of an elegant mansion. The castle's strategic defensive location atop a hill also provided a commanding view of the surrounding countryside, making it a desirable place to construct a residence. Upon his death, the sons of Charles continued the upgrade, pausing only due to the English civil wars of the mid 17th century, in which the castle was attacked by the parliamentarians and was partially destroyed. Bolsover Castle is renowned for its unique and innovative design, showcasing a blend of architectural styles. The structure itself consists of two main sections, the High and the Little Castles. The High Castle, located on the eastern side, was primarily used for defence and it housed the garrison. In contrast, the Little Castle, situated on the western side, served as the residential area. The little castle exhibits remarkable features such as a central circular tower known as the Fountain Garden, which offered panoramic views of the estate and designed around the statue of the goddess Venus. The interior of the castle boasted lavish accommodations, including grand chambers, reception halls and ornate gardens. The great hall with its intricately carved wooden screen and ornamental ceilings 
remains one of the castle's most remarkable features. The Cavendish family transformed Bolsover Castle into a center for entertainment and social gatherings. The riding house and indoor riding school was built within the castle grounds and hosted lavishes, masks and performances. It was here that Sir William Cavendish, the son of Sir Charles, would practice and refine his horsemanship skills, eventually becoming one of the England's leading equestrian trainers. Over the centuries, Bolsover Castle was home to various notable inhabitants and visitors. Besides the Cavendish family, other prominent figures resided within its walls. Notable visitors were playwright Ben Johnson, who is rumoured to have a had, had a hand in the decoration. One of the most renowned residents was Sir William Cavendish's second wife, Margaret Lucas. Margaret Lucas was an accomplished writer and poet and hosted intellectual gatherings within the little castle itself. Both of the castle was voted the most haunted site by English heritage staff. And these staff manage over 400 old and listed buildings around the nation. The castle itself is said to be built on ancient pagan burial grounds. Although it has to be noted that during our research here, we haven't been able to verify this claim. However, the grounds do display several witch marks, which are circular markings said to keep spirit, spirits and witchcraft from the grounds, and these are dated from hundreds of years earlier. Staff and visitors have reported so many sightings and unexplained occurrences that it's impossible to note them all here. However, the most reoccurring are as follows. Uh, the first is that a child uh, appears uh, to visitors and appears to be holding the hands of unsuspecting women. Yet no one knows who the boy is. Many women have felt a cold touch in their hands and when they look down, there is no one there. The boy itself, himself has been seen wandering the halls also. The second occurrence is the Grey Lady. So this sighting is very common, especially in windows or walking along the grounds. She's said to be wispy in appearance and wearing a grey dress. Another common appearance are balls of light. So these are small orbs of light that can be seen moving around the halls and disappearing into the walls. When followed, no one can trace the origins of this light. The last thing that happens quite frequently are random screams and feelings of being pushed. So. Some of the staff have reported hearing screams from different parts of the castle, and upon inspection, have found nothing there. Night guards, amongst others, have reported being pushed from behind, but when they turn around, there's no one there. Why, why these events occur is unknown. As with the nature of spirits and the supernatural, there's a lot of speculation that takes place. Are they connected to the aforementioned ancient burial grounds, or possibly part of the plague pits that victims of the Black Death were placed in. We'll never really know, but the occurrences certainly make for attracting tourists to the castle. So what's the present day significance of Bolsover Castle? So today, Bolsover Castle is managed by English Heritage and it stands as a popular tourist destination. Visitors can explore the castle's rich history in person and they can marvel at its architectural beauty and immerse themselves in its fascinating past. 
The castle itself offers guided tours, educational programs, and it hosts various events such as reenactments and medieval festivals. And this provides a glimpse into the castle's vibrant past. The castle's sinister reputation is mentioned in many articles, newspapers, and online posts. And I would certainly encourage uh, people to uh, read up and read all about these. While somewhat uh, fanciful, uh, these articles nonetheless um, give this unique castle um, a kind of insight into the various historical periods that it has experienced. 